Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What is up, family? This is Speak. Breaking news in the NFL world. The Raiders have officially hired their head coach, Antonio Pierce. This is huge, absolutely huge news. George Taylor, how are you feeling today, Friday? I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm happy for Antonio Pierce yeah. for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Can we do it? Am I allowed to do it? Go ahead. George, oh, hit it. Let me see oh. it. Raiders! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, James Jones, I am honored because you have more insight to this news, to yeah. this breaking news, than anybody on television. You're literally a former Raider, but more than that, you've been inside the building, inside oh, the walls in the last two weeks. I know you've had several conversations, some of which you can share publicly, some of which you can't. What yeah. you can share publicly, what do you know? What led up to this breaking news decision? Well, yeah, I mean, I had a lot of conversations with Mark on the football field, you know, in the building, and I basically told him that this the dude. <laughs> like, this is your guy right here, you know, and I understand it's a lot of sexy hires out there and all that, but what Antonio Pierce has done in this building with the locker room, like, the players is coming out saying that they won't trade day near if Antonio Pierce don't get the job. Mm-hmm. But what he has done with the locker room, what he has done with this team, I mean, we could go down the list on the numbers of the defense that, you know, defensive numbers that he changed, but he just changed the culture immediately. Right when he became the interim head coach, he changed the culture. He had the guys believing, whether it was star players, whether it was coaches, whatever it may be, he had those guys believing. And I told Mark, if you are going to go with a young coordinator, whether it's defense or offense, you might as well give Antonio Pierce a chance. You said you told Mark when, because we're talking about the owner right now. Owner, the Mark. owner yeah. of the Raiders. Mm-hmm. What do you mean you told Mark? You texted him, <laughs> well, you called him, you're on social media. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> when did y'all have this conversation? Me and Mark had a conversation probably a couple weeks ago. You know what I mean? Before, well, a little bit more a couple weeks. Before the Raiders' last, last home game, last game against the Broncos. And, you know, I told him, if you're going to go with a young coordinator, not saying that he made it because of me, but... If you're going to go with a young coordinator that has never been a head coach, that you hope he can come in here and be what you want him to be, you might as well give Antonio Pierce a chance to get this thing done because we have seen over these last eight weeks him completely change this organization. The way the guys was playing on the football field, the way the guys responded to him, the energy and and effort that they played with, the Raiders were out of the playoffs. 
And you couldn't tell when they played the Broncos. Them boys was flying. It was just, it's just a different culture that he built over there. And I'm like, if you're going to give a young guy a chance, you might as well give Antonio Pierce a chance, who has a stranglehold on this locker room, who guys believe with what he says is going to happen. I think this is a great hire for the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm excited. My dog AP is in the building, and I know he has a plan on how he's going to get this thing turned around. Joy, did the Raiders get it right? They've tried John Gruden. They've tried Josh McDaniels. Mm-hmm. They've tried with big hires, with sexy hires, with coaches that have won Super Bowls before in Gruden. Offensive coordinators and Mike McDaniels that have won Super Bowls, plural, that have coached the greatest quarterback of all time in Tom Brady. So it's not like the Raiders haven't hired big head coaches, haven't hired credentialed head coaches, but now they hire Antonio Pierce. No head coaching experience outside of interim. Not a lot of coaching experience in totality. Do you think they got it right? Yeah, I do think they got it right. And they've been getting it wrong for way longer than that. Mm. Uh, I, I got a lot of stats here. We don't, need to, we don't need to talk about old stuff. But in uh-huh. case we do want to talk about old stuff, it's all right here. It's been bad for the Raiders for a long time, which it's is why Raiders too, fans were mad at me. Yeah, you no, can look it over. Give, you know, we can hide that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. That's why Raiders fans were mad at me earlier yeah. in the season when I said that it's, it's been a failure because it, it really has been. It's yeah. been a failure of historical levels. They've gone through a lot of coaches, a lot of changes, a lot of different tries here and there. Does this work? Does that work? We'll pay this guy to this. We'll bring in this person that's done this. And it's really never felt inspiring. Mm -hmm. And there's something about the Raiders that just has to have that little extra thing, that little extra sizzle, that little extra toughness, because that's the brand of the Raiders. And despite all of these failures, the Raiders have kept that brand, Mm -hmm. which is really impressive because sometimes you can go through a really bad stretch and it loses, the brand loses its luster. And they've never done that. So that's partly because of the fan base, which is is commendable, but also the greats that have walked those halls over the years. The one thing that I love about what Antonio Pierce has done and why they're sticking with him is that he is inspiring. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that in the whole you know, raw, raw sense. If you can get players to play differently mm-hmm. when you know that you are, you do not have a chance to postseason. You yeah. really don't have a chance to win when it matters most. Mm-hmm. You guys know, you're professionals. It's like when, when you were in college, like, okay, if I don't get an A on this paper, I can still go on and be Joy Taylor on Speak. Yeah. Okay, so like you, you, you're kind of giving me s- some slack here for not doing well, but I know what the bigger picture is. It, that's, not, that's how it is with professionals. You get a check, okay, I can lose this game. It's not really going to matter because everyone expects us to lose. Mm-hmm. So when you can inspire players like that, when you can change the culture, which I think is a big part of what Dan Campbell did with Detroit. No changing the energy and the culture in a building, especially for a place that has ha- had habitual losing, is very important. You have your best players on board. You have the fan base on board. You have former players on board. Yep. And I, when you talk about his coaching experience, I, I, I take the coordinator part out if you've been an interim. Now, I know that that's probably a big swing because obviously I'm not making light of being a coordinator in the NFL, but he was coaching in high school back in 2014. Mm-hmm. It's 2024 now. He's worked under Herm Edwards. He was with, on, on the Raiders staff. Like, it's not like he has skipped all versions of being a coach at the professional level, on top of being a player, and at the college level. So he does have some experience, and he's been an interim now. So I, I do get a little bit of the concern of not being a coordinator, but being that you were in the building and you were able to make this even slight cultural change to me is important enough to give him another opportunity. Let's have uh, the, the nuance of the conversation. Obviously, we can all sit up here and wax poetically. We're glad he got hired. He's a former player. He's a black man. Not enough black head coaches. Former players. As, as former players, Joy, you've been a part of the game for a long time. We all love to see that. But let me ask you all the real questions that people might not talk about today. John Gruden, mm-hmm. you want a Super Bowl. Yeah. Incredibly hard to yeah. do. 
a Super Bowl. Yeah. The Raiders respected him so much that they gave him $100 million to become their head coach. Mm-hmm. John Gruden at the time was one of the most widely respected minds in football mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. It didn't work out. Now, before it didn't work out with his character issues, it didn't work out winning. Mm-hmm. Right. Josh McDaniels, brilliant offensive mind, won Super Bowls, plural, mm-hmm. with Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Super Bowls, plural, coach one of the greatest ever. It didn't work out. I know from personal experience, and I'm sure you all know from personal experience, it's easy to catch lightning for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And the lightning that Antonio Pierce caught was five and four lightning. It's not like they went eight and one or nine and oh. So how can we come up here, and I'm just challenging our train of thought because I want to just make this an interesting conversation for the viewer. How can we come up here and just say, of course they got it right. It was the right decision. All the things, all the things when Cruden, years of coaching experience, $100 million on the line. McDaniels, coached the greatest quarterback ever. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. Gruden, didn't work. Jack Del Rio had some success before Oakland. Didn't work. Now, I do believe Jack Del Rio, it did work. He had a 12-win season, went to the playoffs. But many say it didn't work. How in the world, James Jones, can you tell me yeah. that Antonio Pierce was the right decision when I tell you John Gruden's resume was 1,000x yeah. Antonio yeah. Pierce's yeah. and it didn't work? Uh-huh. Yeah, and all, and all those resumes is good. But it didn't work, mm-hmm. right? So, for me, that really means nothing. But When you really talk about Antonio Pierce, the reason why I believe it's a great hire is because let's take it to the football field. Yeah. Took over the 14th-ranked defense, finished numero uno. Right? He's a defense. Over that period of time. Over that period of time. The defense over that period of time that he was the head coach. They finished the number one defense in football. That is his side of the side of the ball. That's him getting those guys to play at a very, very high level, right? So when you talk about his football IQ and being able to get dudes to play, that's what he did. The Raiders have never looked like this. Under Gruden, under McDaniel, they have never looked like this. The way they were playing football was the Raiders style of football. When you just turned on the tape, if you watched it on silent, you'd be like, that team wanted more, point Mm -hmm. blank, period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that team was finding ways to win with a rookie. Yeah. With a rookie. This team went into Kansas City and said, here, Patrick Mahomes, take, like, with a rookie. So I can only imagine, and the reason why I'm so excited is because it's one thing about Antonio Pierce. He know how to scout players. He know yeah. how to get football players in there. He's been doing that since he was at Poly, when he was at Arizona State. He knows what it is supposed to look like and a team is supposed to look like and exactly what he needs. When I see him visualizing and getting his players in there, the players that he needs to win, I think this organization is going to take off because from what I've seen from him, He's led me to believe that. This team got better yeah. when you took over. And it ain't even close. Joy, sixth grade, Mr. McCarron, my favorite substitute teacher. Favorite substitute teacher. He was a math teacher, right? My, 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 my regular math teacher, he got sick. Mr. McCarron came in, and it was, a, it was, it was fun. Yeah. He was different. He found a better way to teach things. It was great. But then the teacher who got sick, he moved on, never taught again, and Mr. McCarron became the permanent teacher. Mm-hmm. He wasn't my favorite no more. No more. Because them jokes got tiresome after a while. Those lesson plans got tiresome after a while. He became more agitated because now he was no longer the substitute, so the expectations were higher. There became a lot more expectations of Mr. McCarron. And all of a sudden, what he was once great at, just being a substitute, when he became the permanent, he wasn't that great anymore. 
Why the belief that Antonio Pierce, who now has to be the permanent teacher, he's no longer the substitute head yeah. coach. Now you're the permanent head coach. Mm -hmm. Now he's responsible for the roster. So if the roster don't look good, it's on him. No now he's responsible for offseason team activities. So the team doesn't start the season great, it's on him. Mm -hmm. Now we won't look at five and four glowingly. We'll look at five and four as a disappointment. It's on him. Why the confidence that you that this will last and it won't just be nine games? Because now the expectation's real high. Yeah. Why not? Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Why not? There's coordinators with huge resumes. What happened in Denver before Sean Payton got there? Nathaniel Hackett. Mm. He had a really nice resume before he got there, yes, right? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Multiple MVPs. Mm -hmm. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Mm. And it didn't look good. And I'm not taking a shot at Nathaniel Hackett. But my point is, there are guys who have brilliant resumes, who have a lot of experience, who end up not being successful. Why not? And, and he does have a resume. He was in the building. He had the opportunity to try and turn things around. And to James's point, his side of the ball was turned around. And that was in a short amount of time. And no, five and four isn't eight and one, but it's still a winning record. Mm -hmm. And he had what to work with. So maybe it's a great hire. Maybe it's not. But I don't think there aren't things to be excited about with what we've seen from him being there, with the response from, from the locker room, with the response from the fans, with the response from the owner. And while they've had a long history of disappointments, mm -hmm. they have $43 million in cap space. That's the 12th most in the league. Mm -hmm. They have Aiden O'Connell in the building, his fourth-round pick. You know, we'll see what he develops into. But they also have the 13th overall pick in a very deep quarterback draft. So they may have an opportunity mm -hmm. to, to actually get to. their next quarterback. No question. So, so they're not, it's not like they're completely out of the conversation of getting a quarterback in this draft, which is huge. Mm -hmm. They have Aiden O'Connell in the building, so they, if they need to slowly bring that quarterback along, they have someone there. He's still on his rookie deal. Now, obviously, they have Jimmy G as well, and, you know, who knows what's, what's going to happen with that. But, you know, they, there's, some there's some wiggle room with that even if they trade him as well. They still have Max Crosby, Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. You know, they have some pieces there. So it's not a completely empty cupboard. They have some ability to sign new players. They have an ability to set up this now newly stewing culture that he's already created. So I think there's a lot of things to be excited about. When it comes to new coaching hires and first-time coaching hires, you never know what's going to happen. We all get excited about the, the thrilling offensive coordinator that's finally getting his opportunity or the, the budding defensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryans, that's getting his opportunity. But we don't know what's going to work. Sometimes these coaches are great. Sometimes it fizzles out. But I do think that there is a lot to be excited about with Antonio Pierce in this hire. And, I, and I'm excited also because I think the Raiders, like I said earlier, are a brand in the NFL that we have a lot of respect specs for that fans know that's recognizable and when they're better in my opinion the league is better yeah. let's talk lastly about the pressure because mm -hmm. it's not just about the Raiders what division are they in now division with sure. Patrick Mahomes mm -hmm. gonna end up as the greatest or second greatest quarterback of all time a division with Justin Herbert many people think incredibly highly of him per every single report Harbaugh Jim Harbaugh is I believe it's Jim not John Jim Harbaugh is mm -hmm. supposed to take that job mm -hmm. Sean Payton say what you will about Russell Wilson and his potential departure but Sean Payton got the Broncos right towards the end of the season so James Jones realistically speaking you're already walking into a division with Sean Payton probably a Hall of Fame head coach 
Andy Reid, a surefire Hall of Fame head coach, mm -hmm. and what many people say is a top five quarterback talent in Justin yeah. Herbert and the Chargers. What are realistic expectations yeah. for the Raiders? Is this really just a lost job anyway? Is this just, congrats, Antonio Pierce, we're happy for you, but mm -hmm. can you really expect them to win division? Patrick Mahomes is there, and even in Patrick Mahomes' worst year, yeah. they won the division. Sean Payton is there, they're on the rise, yeah. and Justin Herbert is there, and many people think highly of him. Can you even expect the Raiders to win a division, or are we just having a conversation happy for him because he's your former teammate, if you will? You know, um, the ratings on this show have been pretty good. They've been right? great. Right. And I just got here. You did? I be walking around the mall telling everybody, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I walk around telling you definitely so, a and, and, and the reason why I say that is because he beat Patty he when did. he was the head coach. He beat the Chargers when he was the head coach. He slapped the Broncos when he was the head coach. So I understand what everybody's looking at, like this division. But AP ain't like, man, we can when I was the head coach, mm -hmm. we beat all them boys in the division, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. When I wasn't the head coach, we lost to them boys. But when I became the head coach with a fourth-round rookie quarterback, mm -hmm. I beat one of them 63 to I don't even know what the score was. And I know Justin Herbert was there. I went in the Pat Patty Mahomes' house yep. and beat Patty. The Broncos came to me, and I handled business with them. So when you're talking about Antonio Pierce, it ain't no pressure or fear of these dudes when I've already seen these dudes and beat these boys. Now you're giving me an offseason to put in what I want to put in, bring in the offensive coordinator that I want to bring in, bring in the players that I want to bring in. Antonio Pierce, I believe, has the best chance to get this thing turned around out of any of these head coach resume or not from what I've seen him do, not only just on the football field, but inside that building, being in that building. He has everybody bought in, from the people that record stuff, from the people that cook the food, everybody is bought in, and it was not always like that around there when the mother coaches was around him. Well, speaking of that division, Patrick Mahomes has a big game this weekend against Josh Allen. A monumental game is coming up this weekend, and we have to discuss it. Quite literally, this is the matchup of the playoffs. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. What is on the line for Josh Allen in this matchup if he gets a win? That is next. Don't forget, check us out every day, Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now, you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie 
your trusted ally in home services. Family, we're moving off the breaking news to the game that is really most important. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, they see each other for the third time in the playoffs, and so much is at stake. The Bills are the hottest team in football right now. They've rattled off six or seven straight. Meanwhile, the Chiefs are once again where you expect them to be, vying for another Super Bowl title. Shady McCoy, you played with Josh Allen. You played with Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if anybody else on national TV can say that, so you can answer this question literally better than anyone. It's a huge game, but what would a win over Patrick Mahomes mean for Josh Allen? If Josh Allen beats Patrick Mahomes at home, mm. they're going to win the Super Bowl. Ooh! <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say They're going yeah. into Baltimore? Yeah! Mm. It's, it's just because it's like, it's the level of competition. Going against Patrick Mahomes mm. is like a Super Bowl in its, in its own making. True. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I'm, I'm going against the top dog. The, the, the best gladiator. Yep. Right? I, I think uh, the Ravens with Lamar Jackson, they're, they're, they're probably the best team of football. Mm-hmm. But the matchups, right? Mm-hmm. We always talk about the quarterbacks. When we talk about who's the best quarterback in the game, without a doubt, you're going to say Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Right? But then, this is sports TV. It's what we do. Mm-hmm. He, beats, uh, he beats Patrick Mahomes at home. And then they go to the, the AFC Championship game. We're going to talk about, yo, who the best quarterback. Yeah. So, I think this game is so much bigger than just, just a win. That's true. Right? That's true. This is for Josh Allen's legacy. He's been so close to beating Patrick Mahomes yeah. on the way, on the road. You didn't taste it, beat him at home. This would be big for his career. If they win this game, I said it again. Buffalo, circle the wagon, they go into the Super Bowl. Mm. Shady's right. I do think this game is bigger than a game of football. If Josh Allen beats Patrick Mahomes, it allows individuals to say that Josh Allen is better than Patrick Mahomes. What do I mean by that? Uh, I used to do a show, and my former co-host, he would say, Peyton Manning's better than Tom Brady. And people would expect some visceral reaction for me to vehemently disagree. And I would look at him like, I think you're kind of right. Because I had to play against Peyton, had to play against Tom. And in my opinion, Mm -hmm. Peyton Manning individually was better than Tom Brady. Now, Tom Brady is objectively, by many people's estimations, the greatest quarterback of all time. He won six Super Bowls. But you can say he won seven Super Bowls. But you can say Peyton's better without people throwing bricks at you because Peyton did win a couple himself. Mm -hmm. He did beat Tom eventually. He did go to four. He did win several MVPs. I think he won five, uh, the most in the history uh, of the NFL. So it wasn't crazy to say that Peyton was better than Tom. Mm-hmm. Some people might still look at you crazy, yeah, yeah. but at least you had a valid mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. Josh Allen, if he beats Pat, he'll finally allow people to say, man, Josh Allen better. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Josh Allen would have been drafted with the greatest mind offensively mm-hmm. in the history of the game. Ooh. Josh Allen better. Imagine if Josh Allen had a top 10 receiver of all time in Tyree Kill. Mm. Josh Allen better. Imagine if Josh Allen had the greatest receiving tight end in the history of the National Football League. Mm-hmm. If Josh Allen had that, he would have three Super Bowls like Pat. At least it would allow us to have the conversation. Yeah. But you got to beat him just so we can have the conversation. If you don't beat him, now we sound crazy. No. We being those who say that Josh Allen is better. Shady is right. This game is bigger than just a football game. Ooh. The debate about Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes will likely last the next half century. We will continue to carry on this debate, those who were able to watch them play for 50 to 60 to 70 years, just like those who played against Peyton and Tom always talk. I always have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Hey, Peyton better than Tom? So this allows Josh, in my mind, Joy, to equip his army to say that he is better. Those that do want to engage in that debate, what would the win mean in your mind? Yeah, I think I agree. It validates the rivalry. I think most of us will still say Pat has the edge because Pat's resume is longer. Yeah, but sure. right now, particularly in the postseason, you can't, this is, there's levels. There's mm-hmm. just levels. And we've had the opportunity 
for them to meet multiple times. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you have, like, this rivalry, but they never actually matched up. They, ne- they play the regular season, they never actually meet in the postseason. Like, it just never breaks that way. It's broken that way multiple times. And it's always gone in Pat's favor. And this year, it kind of feels like you should. It's not like Kansas City is walking in their full strength mm-hmm. at their best. You are actually the one at the, with the advantage, having the game at home. You're the hottest team. Now, they have a lot of injuries, lot obviously, of but not at the most important position, which is Josh Allen. So I think it validates it. The Peyton Manning, Tom Brady example is a good one because you have to beat the guy sometimes. You got to beat the guy if you're going to be in that conversation. We know how talented Josh Allen is. We know what he's capable of doing. He's brilliant to watch. And when he's at his best... Yeah. He's at he's at his best. He's at his best. <laughs> but still, like you can't say it. He's better. You can't That's say it. he's better than everyone at his That's best it. because we've seen him up against the man at his best and his best, and his it's not gone his way. But 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 here's yes. what's crazy though, because I had this conversation at the time. I remember in 2020 when Josh Allen played Pat. And if y'all were watching that game, many could easily say yeah. Josh Allen played better. No doubt. Or you could have said if the Bills won the coin toss, because I think the Chiefs won the coin yeah. toss, went down the field and scored. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. You could say if the Bills won the coin toss, Bills would have won the game. So if Josh Allen wins this one, mm-hmm. he wins it. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, he objectively won their other one, 38 to 24. It wasn't as close a context. Then the other one, you could genuinely debate, bruh, so you telling me a coin is the difference? Yeah. You telling me a coin? Yeah. So, James, I think this game is just so interesting because mm-hmm. of these details. Where are you at? It is, and it's a big-time game for Josh Allen. It's, it's a big-time game. It's in your building. But right now, what it will mean Right now, Patty like this with his binoculars. Yeah, that's Josh and them down there. Joe Burrow and then you see him. Look at him, Joy. That's, so if he wins this, Josh Allen could tap him on the shoulder and say, put your glasses on, dog. You see me? I'm mm-hmm. here. <laughs> like, that's what this game means. Like, we in the AFC. We're going to be in the AFC for a long time, and I'm right here, dog. You're going to have to go through me. I'm going to have to go through you, and you can see me. You don't need the binoculars. Yeah. I'm standing right here. So that's what this game will mean for me. Josh, this is at your house. You have the better team. You're playing the hottest right now. You got to find a way to get this one done. Just like I said yesterday, if not now, then when? This is the time right now because right now the gap is so far away that you need binoculars to look at Josh down there. As good as Josh is too, which is crazy, as good as Josh is, Patrick Mahomes is just that much better right now that he's looking at him with binoculars way down there. This is for him to say, put them binoculars down let and me I'm right here next let me to you right something. now. Let me ask you something. You're going to have to go through me. You caught... Footballs from Aaron Rodgers. Yep. You tell me that Patrick Mahomes is just so much better. Tell me your why. Or is it all based on wins and team accolades? What's your why? Well, I'm just saying, Pat, first off, Patrick Mahomes has it all. Patrick Mahomes beat you with his leg. Patrick Mahomes has one of the greatest arm talents that we've ever seen. And on top of that, he's put Super Bowl MVPs. He's put regular season MVPs. And he's never played a game on the road until now in the playoffs. Mm. That is special. That is everybody else's way down there with what I accomplished in my young career so far. Mm -hmm. Allen ain't even close to accomplishing what I had accomplished. So for me, that's why I say you got to put binoculars to see Josh Allen down there. Strictly when you talk Patty with what Patty has accomplished and with who Patty is on this football field. Like we are not going to be surprised if Patty go here and ball out and win. Strictly because of who Patrick Mahomes is. He's that great. And right now, the binoculars, like I say, you, you're trying to zoom in a little bit, but you can't see Josh and Joe Burrow and them down there. Josh got to win this one for, so he can say, Patty, I'm right here, and I'm going to see you again next year. Making it quick, just because I'm curious, just because I'm curious, do you all play the game, James, I'll go back to you asking you first, of if Josh Allen was drafted to the Chiefs mm-hmm. with Andy Reid. Shady, obviously you played for the Chiefs. You say Andy Reid's the most brilliant football mind ever. Yeah. And Tyreek Hill. 
mm-hmm. walking into the Hall of Fame first ballot. Travis Kelsey walking into the Hall of Fame first ballot. Do you play the game that if Josh Allen was there he, and Patrick Mahomes went to a defensive mind yeah. and three offensive coordinators in two years, I think four offensive mm-hmm. coordinators in total, do you play the game that Josh Allen would be better? No, I don't play that game because I think they're two totally different players. You know what I mean? I don't think Andy Reid might have helped Josh Allen a little bit, but I think Josh Allen's style of play is aggressive. So I'm not saying just the interceptions or turnovers just going to go way down because he's with Andy Reid. And I'm not saying, with what we've seen from Patty, I'm not ready to say defensive-minded head coach, he is not as good as he is. So I wouldn't play. These are two special quarterbacks. So any system, like, that's why they're up there. Mm-hmm. Because we say we could plant these two dudes anywhere and they could be great. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to play that game either. Though. That's, that's, I'll start thinking. It'd be, you know what I, mean? I don't want to do that. Right? But why don't you want to do it? I'm Man, curious. Because you know Andy Reid. And know you know what he's done with Nick Foles, Donovan McNabb, Yo, Michael Vick, everybody. Alex Smith. Let's say everybody. Everybody. They just say Alex Smith was so a bust. As good as, Josh, over there. as good as Josh Allen has been without Andy Reid. Listen, man, that's I watched, why I asked the game. I like Kevin Cobb, my boy. I watched Kevin Cobb, man. They, I ain't going to get to that. Anyway. <laughs> I'll say this, right, and, and I'll be as most respectful as possible, right, because Patrick Mahomes earned that. Yeah. I, Andy Reid is special, but Patrick, he earned that. I just think with Josh Allen, funny story, real quick. Go ahead. <laughs> when, I get to, when I get to Kansas City, I meet Patrick Mahomes, whatever, we're on the phone first, and then I meet him, we talk in the snap third. I say, yo, man, make sure I got the 25 in there because, you know, I don't do nothing else. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we laugh, we joke. Let's fill him out. You know, I'm, I'm joking to see how he is. So we start talking about Josh Allen. Like, yo, Josh is pretty good, snap third. And I was like, um, I think, I don't know, I said, he mentioned about a throw-off. He said, I, I want to do it because it's a lose-lose. What right? you mean to throw off? What you mean? Throw-off. Like, who would throw farther? Who throw, you know, oh, right? competition. You know, everybody's into competition. Yeah. When we went, we went to the Bucks. Tom was asking little things about Pat. That's just how it works, right? I'll do the same thing, you know. So he's like, I will never do a throw-off. It's a lose-lose. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, because Josh got a crazy rocket arm, <laughs> right? So if I lose, it's like, oh, my God, is he this and that third? He said, plus... I have learned the game because I know how good he is mm-hmm. and people, how people view me and how people view him. And I obviously he's up there. He's, but if we had that competition, we don't know where that would go. Yeah. And I get it, though. It makes sense because Josh is that good. So I say all that to say this. If Josh Allen was with Andy Reid, he definitely would have a championship and an MVP. Easy, hands down. I know you played with Mike McCarthy, and I think he's a good coordinator. Yeah. He's nothing like Andy Reid. Not even close. Mm. Right? Any team, any, you go, any team they're going to win, for one. Any team, the quarterback's going to get look yeah, really, really good. <laughs> right? That's, but that's one part. The other thing is, like, who you drafting, though? Andy Reid drafts very, very well. Him and Brett Veach, they draft well. Mm. It's not a coincidence you come in there, you got Tyreek Hill there. Mm-hmm. It's not a coincidence you got Travis. Trav- yeah. It's not a coincidence. Yeah. Right? And then the things that we need, in the, in the Super Bowl, we played them, the Chiefs, when I was with the Bucks. We, they couldn't stop the pass rush. They had no tackles. The next year, what did they do? Tackles, they got load tackles. Up, loaded up. So when you have a great franchise, and Joey always talks about dysfunctional organizations, you're not going to Buffalo where you got to change it around. No, nah, it's going to be changed when you get here. And that's what Andy Reid is. So if Josh Allen ever had the chance to, mm-hmm. to play with a mind like Coach Reid, not even just the, just the play calling, but like the chemistry and, and, and the structure, what, what you can't do. My first time I ever know about a, a fine right, from the head coach to, mm-hmm. it's when I'm with the Buffalo. I didn't know anything about no fines because everybody did everything right. Mm-hmm. Everybody's on time for work. Everybody's <laughs> doing this, everybody's doing that. So you never see no mess ups. If you mess up, yo, you're accountable for that. Everybody's like that. So I just think that if he, if he had a chance to go from that to that, ooh, I don't know. 
how that will go. And I don't even want to play that game. It's fascinating. You want to weigh in? There's no, there's no way. It's, it's just fascinating. I think there's, there's a lot to it, of course. Anytime a great player, we, we can make this argument for lots of great players who went to organizations who didn't have what they need or had great coaches, they got injuries or they didn't draft well for a certain time or had a bad GM. There's a lot of things that can, can cause a player to not have the team success that we expect yeah. them to have. And, of course, at the quarterback position, we associate team success with your legacy because you are the most important Correct. position. You get the most praise. You get the most criticism. That's how it goes. But there are certain guys like a Josh Allen, like a Patrick Mahomes, like a Dan Marino, like a Tom Brady, like a Peyton Manning that we think are just, just different. They could probably have success anywhere they went. And if they went to certain situations, mm-hmm. they might have – similar success to a great person that's already in that system. So it's, it's a tough game to play. It's fun, fun banter, probably better over a couple cocktails. Mm-hmm. But it's really like it's an endless conversation because there's so much that goes into win champ- winning championships, which is why we don't take them lightly. And I will say this. Like, Andy Reid is so smart, man. Like, not even just from the, the draft <laughs> department, but, like, he takes stuff that he does in Texas Tech in college that he did great, right? Like Pat did. And then, he, and then he brings that to the Chiefs. Yep. But you run my office, but I'm going to take a little bit of both and I'm going to put it together. So I look at, like, like um, Josh Allen. He, he, he's sometimes, he gets wild, right? I'm running, running, I'm going to flip it back. Like, mm-hmm. he does crazy stuff like that. All the picks, that's who he is since Wyoming, Wyoming. in college. Yeah, Andy Reid, this is why Patrick Mahomes will always get better and better and better. He's not, Andy Reid's never going to let you be satisfied, mm-hmm. right? So any other player, and I, I'm guilty of it too. Once I became who I was, coaches didn't coach me the same, right? When I left him, they didn't coach me the same. They let me do my thing. If Patrick Mahomes is what he is right now and he plays for another team, they're going to let him do his thing. Andy Reid, no, we have a standard. I don't, give, I don't care who it is. You're going to do this the right way or you're not going to do it at all. Yeah. When Josh Allen started getting crazy with that ball and started, <laughs> hold up, come here. I'm going to talk to you, right? The same way I'm going to talk to this dude we just picked up last week. Now, there's mm-hmm. a little bit more respect, obviously, but he's going to check him. Where I've been in places where coach, head coaches, they're not going to check the best player. I had coaches trying to check me. But they talk to my backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking really, to you. Really talk to talking me. to him. Hey, hold that ball tight. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, what? what? I, yeah, I, I, like, I'm high and tight all the time. Right. <laughs> Andy Reid ain't doing that. Yeah. I've watched it real quick. Real. I love, love, love Andy Reid stories. He told me and Deshaun Jackson. Andy Reid only cuss. He's like real religious. We did some bad stuff. <laughs> he told us, I will bitch our A's. Don't do that ever again. You know what happened? You never did it again. <laughs> <laughs> the same way with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. If y'all forget, he sat Pat his first year. Mm-hmm. Everybody said Pat was good. He was nice. No, no, no. You need to learn. You need to learn this offense the right way. You good, but you don't know the offense. Learn it first. Coaches are not gonna do that. Yeah. They worry about their own resume. I gotta mm-hmm. win. I got a good player. Nah. Yeah. That's the difference. If Pat, I don't know Pat. If Josh came over to, to the Chiefs, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Because I, I, <laughs> he can run the ball too, though. He can. He can. I gotta go to break, Shady. Go to break. Go to break. Speaking of somebody who can run the ball. Lamar Jackson, he's a favorite to win his second MVP award, but now he's facing the Texans family. Lamar Jackson's legacy is it's already on the line. He's one in three in the playoffs. He can't afford to go one in four. It's the most important for the most important person this weekend. That's next on Speak. Let's discuss it. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
What's up, family? Welcome into Speak. Now, I got something I need to show y'all because this gold jacket right here, it already belongs to Lamar Jackson. Now, what do I mean? Lamar Jackson is on the verge of getting his second MVP award. Now, for context, there are 10 players in NFL history that have two or more MVP awards. Quite literally, every single one of them is in the Hall of Fame, seven to be exact. The other three, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, they are all first ballots. So what does this mean? If you get two MVP awards, you're going into the Hall of Fame. Lamar Jackson already has one unanimous MVP. In about a month or so, he will have another MVP based upon his play this season. So if the man is already a Hall of Fame lock, then what is on the line this weekend? He's one and three in the playoffs. That's his current legacy. So how can you have more MVPs than you have playoff wins? Family, I can't make sense of that math. As I like to say, that math ain't mathing at all whatsoever. So is Lamar's legacy on the line this weekend, 24 hours until he plays the fifth playoff game of his career? And boy, this is a must win if I've ever heard it. Heading to the death. Let's rap about that. First and foremost, 2-5, how wild, wild is that? Yeah, that was a Two MVPs, you already going to get into the into the Empire. hall. They got oh, yeah, dark. That was like a whole, you know, know what I mean? A little nap. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? <laughs> uh, Lamar Jackson, man, two MVPs. Yeah. Surefire, he, he's getting into the hall. If you get two MVPs, you're going into the hall. That's just what the statistics show me. So is his legacy on the line this weekend versus the Texans tomorrow? I won't say his legacy's on the line, right? He is 27 years old. I, I do think that the Ravens will have another shot at this. Um, but I think that the narrative of who Lamar Jackson really is, because it, it matters, right? A, a, a kid that has two, two MVPs, right? We, we, we all talked about how, well, not all, but they talked about he should be a running back, he should be this, he should be that, and they look at him differently. I look at a guy like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, they don't look at Lamar in that same light, yeah. right? And, and I think it's the way he plays the game. So I think it's more it's affected by his, his play, like what happens. He needs to win this game because you did all them things in the regular season for what? Mm -hmm. This year, the last mm -hmm. time he was MVP. What does it matter? I think now it's more about the, not just the legacy because I don't think his legacy can be affected. Two-time MVP is hard to do. Very God, hard to do. That's, that's Very hard. hard to do. So I, I think more of the narrative of who Lamar Jackson really is. Yeah. Is he just a guy that has some nice regular season wins, flashy runs, a couple good passes? Or is he a real deal quarterback, yep. right? And I think that he goes out here and he wins this game because he's that good, his team is that good. He puts the team on his back like he's done mm. numerous of times. Mm. Come on now. This is all about legacy right here for Lamar Jackson. You're talking about if he loses this game, so we just going one unanimous and he going to get another one. We chalking that one up. Yeah, got to. You lose this game, I mean, first-year starter on arguably the worst team in football and C.J. Stroud with the second and third overall pick after one season has more playoff wins than Lamar Jackson. Ooh. We talking Jordan Love, got the same amount of playoff wins as a one-year starter. We talking Brock Purdy, got more playoff wins than you. Baker Mayfield, we see what he doing. He got more playoff wins than you. This is all about legacy for Lamar Jackson. If he does not get this one done, we cannot care or worry about anything Lamar Jackson does in the regular season. Yeah. I don't care if the Baltimore Ravens go 17-0 <laughs> and he runs for 4,000 yards and throws for 4,000, has 8,000 total. We do not care because the only thing that matters is Lamar Jackson in the postseason. That's where he has put, that's where he has put himself. 
You are about to be a two-time MVP, so all the other little stuff in between now does not matter. The only thing that matters is playoffs and Super Bowls. That's the only thing that matters for your legacy. And we could talk about other quarterbacks because we had a conversation about Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott's legacy ain't even built yet. You ain't have you have not done or accomplished what Lamar Jackson has accomplished from all pros to MVPs and all that. This is a legacy moment. To put a stamp on your MVPs, to put a stamp on everything that you've been through, you stood up on that thing after being the fifth quarterback drafted, felt like he was better, and you told Deion Sanders they're going to get a Super Bowl out of me. He did. This is a legacy moment for him. You have the best team in football, and you're about to be labeled and crowned as the best quarterback in football. Not best quarterback, best player in football with the MVP. This is a legacy moment for him. He cannot. And one, he cannot go one and done. <laughs> if he goes one and done, the conversations we are going to be having about Lamar Jackson, whether he a two-time MVP or not, is not going to be good yeah. at all. This is a legacy moment for Ooh. him. Good take, big dog. Mm. Mount Rushmore. Mm. It's very good. I don't think I would go legacy because hold I'm on, with Shady. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He, Did he, you just hear me? I'm right. I it was very good. <laughs> <laughs> it was very good. It's very good. I like it. I like it. I like it. I hear you. And and all up until. I still think he has a lot of time to write his legacy. So let's say they lose, right? And then the next year they go to the Super Bowl. They win the Super Bowl. And the next year after that they go to the AFC Championship game. He wins a couple more playoff games, whatever. Maybe he goes back to one. Are, are we going to say, okay, he, he struggled a little in the, pre, in the postseason at the beginning of his career, but inevitably he was a Super Bowl winner and had an incredible regular season career and two MVPs. I'm just saying right now, Joy Joy, if he loses this game no, no, for I, the let, whole offseason, you have to answer. Let me get to the other part. Let me get to the other part. I do think, I just think <laughs> as far as legacy goes, like he's not at the end of the road. Right? This isn't like his last opportunity in football ever, like no he's doubt. retiring next year or something. Like He has more time to write his story, which is what I think of when I think of legacy. But it's going to be very hard to contextualize Lamar Jackson with a one and four mm. playoff record mm. and two regular season MVPs. It will be almost impossible to say anything other than he is a great regular season quarterback. Mm. That's all you can say. Yeah. Yeah. I literally wrote down, because I think about you when I hear you, it's a great dot, dot, dot in the regular season. Yeah. Because that's what we say all. But I mean, the MVP is a regular season no award. We just expect great it's things from the MVP in the postseason because we are saying you're the best player in football. That should translate Correct. to the postseason against other great Correct. players yeah. who are in the postseason. This, like, they, they are, there will be other great players in the postseason that you're playing against because they're in the postseason. Like, that's why it matters. It, it's, it's the games that really matter. Not that the postseason does, or the regular season doesn't, because you have to play well to get there. But as an individual, Lamar Jackson has to do this for his own current reputation. Yeah. How, with two MVPs, would we have a conversation about him being next to a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen yeah, or, or even a Joe Burrow? Because you have these regular seasons awards, which no one can take away from you. Yeah. And you have a unanimous one, which no one can take away from you. On top of that, his games in the postseason. They're not good. Like, They're not good. I don't want to read the stats. No. Okay, I won't. Really not good. Not like he's been super impressive in these games and it's come down to the wire and like, no. So that's the other element of it, which we don't really pay attention to right now because he's been so good. But that's going to come up 
he, that he can't perform in the postseason. Well, Lamar's, this game will do a lot. One, it'll put pressure on a lot of analysts because it will expose their objectivity or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. What we say about Aaron Rodgers, he's great. That's in the regular nice. season. People who want to throw that, in the regular season. And this is oh, okay. one one. And he won one. So now what are you going to have to say about Lamar? You're going to say he's you're great. You're still saying, look at in, him. In the regular <laughs> season. Yeah. And, Lamar, and Aaron Rodgers, last I checked, has 11 postseason wins. I believe mm-hmm. he's 11 and 11. Yeah. But we still throw that shade, those who want to throw that With shade. Four of them, too. So keep that in mind. The second thing is it's going to contextualize some of these MVPs. I am mm-hmm. always remember this. I always vividly remember Russell Westbrook. He won an MVP when he was in OKC. He won one. He averaged a triple-double through the course of the season for the first time, I think, since Oscar Robertson. It was amazing. But then he got bounced in the playoffs. I think there were five or six seeds. The next year, Russell Westbrook, America, did the exact same thing. But we looked at him like, we ain't voting for you for MVP. Mm -hmm. Because it didn't translate. And then I think the next year, Russell Westbrook (laughs) did the same thing. And we looked like, ugh, these meaningless stats. There's going to come a point with Lamar Jackson where we will look at him that same way if he does not win this game. We're going to look at you like, yeah, that's cool, but that don't translate. The other thing, and my biggest point is, we're going to say his style of play doesn't work. Every postseason, Lamar enters the postseason with the least amount of passing yards. Every one. Every time. This year, once again, he got the least amount of passing yards. But what about rushing yards? I'll care about them when the win column cares about Mm -hmm. them. Because as it matters right now, the win column doesn't care about Lamar's rushing yards. So we're going to start to say, James Jones, bro, his style of play don't even translate. Mm -hmm. Because this year, he got 3,600 passing. Baker got four. Stroud got four. Love got four. He got the fewest. So there's going to come a point where even his style of play, Mm -hmm. we start to ask ourselves, does it translate? No question. Um, My dog got to get this one done. (laughs) I, I'm you sound just, stressed, big dog. I am because I'm just, I'm just visualizing the questions and all that that we are going to have to answer about Lamar Jackson if he does not get this one done. Like you just gave him all that money, right, to go out here and be able to have you in the situation he has you in right now, but go win a Super Bowl or at least get to an AFC championship game. I don't want to talk about is Brock Purdy better than Lamar Jackson? Is Baker Mayfield better? I mean, because but that's going to be the conversation because he has not delivered in the playoffs. So people are going to be like, who you want in the playoffs? Correct. Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson? We all going to be sitting here like, bro, you stupid. But uh, you know what I'm saying? And we can't we cannot go through that. I do not want to do that. This dude is special. He has done special things in the league. This is a legacy moment to add on to his legacy. He has to get this one done. You cannot lose to CJ Stroud. I, I, I don't think he is. I, I think we just I guess it's the topics we are talking about, but I don't think he's gonna lose to the to the I'm, Texans. I, I pray. Lamar Jackson. Come on. You got the best team in football. Yep. You got the best defense, right? You got a young wide receiver core that's getting busy. No doubt. You're not going to lose. I'm going to lose. I'm only got to talk like that. But here's the thing. You're not talking energy in the world. I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? Get it out, get it out of My here, My counselor always tells me, she says, Shady yeah, McCoy, when you have something to talk about, always be positive. Yep. We be negative. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, look, I know what they talking about. I seen, the, I seen that gold jacket. Yeah. You're going to get that. Listen to go get. You're the MVP. Go get this championship. Beat these boys at home and go on to the conference Come game. On now. I'm with you. Got that boy James Jones. Put that on your name. Oh, uh, man. I don't want it on your <laughs> name. You don't want it on your name. Ah, well, when we return, Joy Taylor is handing out flowers. The best stories in sports one. that you haven't yet heard about, honestly, is my favorite segment of the week. Friday Flowers, the unsung heroes in sports. Get their praise. You do not want to miss this one. I swear, this is going to be those water cooler conversations that carry you through the weekend. That's next on Speak. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Time now for Friday Flowers. The wait is over. Joy Taylor, who deserves flowers this week? Let's start in Buffalo, where the whole community came together to get Highmark Stadium ready for the Bills wildcard matchup with my Steelers. Folks from the community came and dug out enough seats for Bills Mafia and a couple Yinzers with their terrible towels who are brave enough to come and watch the game in those temperatures. And the Bills got the win. Now they're in the same position again this week, asking for more shovelers to clear the snow for Buffalo's divisional round matchup against Mahomes and the Chiefs. Um, so there's more snow. More snow? More snow. As you know, it is Buffalo. I won't be there. So by 3 p.m. Eastern today, though, the Bills are no longer taking volunteers because so many people signed up to help shovel the snow. I am not built for that anymore. I did do my time, though. Okay, I was born and raised in Pittsburgh. It snows there. I just can't do the cold anymore. But we love to see it. You know, Buffalo is a, is a community that's going to support their team now. Those are all the people lined up to help shovel the snow. Buffalo, they do ride out. They ride out. They do. They do. Shout out Bill's Mafia. So we all saw the Lions fan that was crying as Detroit won only their second playoff game since 1957. That moment really encapsulated what the win means to the Motor City because the fans have been showing their gratitude and it's been felt by the players. David Montgomery shared a tearful hug from a fan at a gas station. Amon Ross St. Brown connected with the fan in hospice care who dyed their hair Honolulu blue to match his and to bring it full circle. The crying Lions fan will get to go to this week's divisional round game as well. A Michigan lawyer is paying for his tickets. So football's community, y'all, you know, we talk a lot about how important teams are to the city and how much fans get involved in the wins and losses. We just talked about Bills Mafia. Detroit really deserved that win, and they are excited about their team moving on in the playoffs, so we love to see it. And football community is looking more stylish than ever, thanks to Kristen Juszczyk. She made the iconic Kelsey jacket that Taylor Swift wore. We have a Swiftie on set. Shady McCoy, uh, did you like that jacket? It was fly. She does some really, really good stuff. That wasn't her only item out there, though, during wildcard weekend. She also made a vest for Olympic champion Simone Biles, who was repping for her husband, Packers safety Jonathan Owens. And huge Lions fan Taylor Lautner got in the mix. He got a custom Aiden Hutchinson jacket delivered to him on the field. And, uh, you know, a little note for the fellas. Kristen, husband, 49ers running back, all up in the comments on every post, making sure that his wife got all the credit for all of her designs. So, love that. This this was my favorite story of the week because them jackets are tough. She's been Guess doing this one. for a while. Guess who's getting one next? Get one. <laughs> I'm in the I'm name, my call of my order, but real quick. That's a brother right there. That's a brother from, uh, what's that? Taylor Twilight. Taylor Lautner. Oh, where's Twilight. Twilight. Yeah, Twilight. He's the wolf. Shout out, yes. Taylor. He be, he be watching the show. He got, he got, he got that, that girl. Jacob. Yeah, yes. and, and he love that girl. So they love that girl. You know, yes. they don't do they fight. We're talking about the girl. Yes, yes. Twilight. Yeah. You know, I watch Taylor, TV. Taylor, yeah. we appreciate you, big dog. But anyway, <laughs> yes, shout uh, out, Kristen. Kristen. I need one of them gem jackets. I also them need one. You know what? I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a Taylor one. You know. There we got, go. we got a couple jerseys. Like Taylor fitted or Taylor? Yeah, I was about to say. Ah! Taylor. 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 I'm gonna get a tailored Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we return, oh, we can't wait for this topic. Brock Purdy was left off of a list by a former executive who said all the other quarterbacks are terrific, and Brock Purdy, uh, <laughs> he just wasn't. Oh, it's about to get spicy, family. Go get you some water. Oh, Lord. Pull down during this topic. That's oh, next. Oh, man.
Family, make sure you play this week's Fox Super 6 free-to-play game. Just download the Fox Sports app and enter for free for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. If you have a... Show me the money! Tree. <laughs> 10K? 10K? I need that 10K. That's big time. That's yeah. big time. You, you don't need 10K. Who cares? You don't need 10K. I can use it. <laughs> I can use it. All right, family, we are in overtime. Niners are hosting the Packers tomorrow on Fox. Now, Purdy, he's helped give the Niners a number one seed this year after leading them to an NFC Championship game last year. But get what this former NFL exec had to say about the QB. Buckle up for this one, Sam. She said four games. Eight quarterbacks, seven terrific quarterbacks, and Brock Purdy. Now, Brock Purdy's a good quarterback. Make no mistake about it. He, he is. I simply don't put him in the same category as the other quarterbacks. Now, mm. for context, the other quarterbacks, C.J. Stroud, Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, Jared Goff, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Seven terrific quarterbacks and Brock Purdy. Shady, Yo. is it crazy to say Brock Purdy is the worst remaining quarterback in the NFL? This the part, see, this is what I get mad about, right? We mad? get people to the platform just to be talking. Just talking. See, now, now if I told you this, this Zach was with the Raiders, is that James? Is that right? Huh. Amy? Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. It won't surprise you. That's why they be so bad for so hey. long. That's why they can't, like, do nothing good right. because on, they got on. people like that that's talking out loud. Yeah, start the second over. And when you have a, a franchise, right, that's not ran right, that the people say stuff like that, that's why you can't take them serious. Mm -hmm. My thing is this. When you're talking about quarterbacks, right, it's, it's levels. Now, I, I think Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and even Lamar Jack, they're in a different class, right? But when you look at Brock Purdy, like, you telling me Baker Mayfield's better than him? Mm. Why? Because he's drafted hard? Mm -hmm. Was he more talented? We're not talking about talent. We're talking about playing. We're talking about winning. Because when last time I checked, Baker Mayfield was 40 and 46 as a starter. Mm. That's what he is. Not great. Brock, one thing we got to stop doing is penalizing Brock Purdy because mm. of his system. They drafted him there, bro. That's what it is. People always say about Emmitt Smith. He ain't the best running back in football. Barry Sanders is. I agree with that. I think Barry's better than him. But brother did go out there and get them yards. Yes, sir. All time. Look at his office line. The most. All, All time. His brother got drafted there. Look at his All, quarterback. Yeah. Troy was there. All time. Michael Irvin. So we can't, we got to stop doing that. Because when I look at these, like, like Jared Goff. Mm. Is he better than Brock Purdy? Yeah. If you switched them, like, would it be that big of a difference? That's my thing. I think it's only a, a, a certain amount of quarterbacks that you can switch them and you can see a, a big difference. Mm -hmm. I think C.J. Stroud went to the Chiefs. He's going to do well. Mm -hmm. The Bills, he's going to do well. They probably won't do as well as Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Of course. But to say that Brock Purdy's the, the, the last worst. one, mm -hmm. this is crazy. That's why I can't even take that serious. And then when I seen it, I blocked it. You blocked it? On Instagram, yeah, I blocked it, yeah. Just, just get yeah. out of there. That's why the Raiders can't be good. They nah, got people man, like this that. This about the Raiders. This is about who. This is true though. One oh, time, I, one time I sent Shady a DM on Instagram. He said, "I can't see it. I blocked it." So Shady really do be blocking nonsense. If, hey, listen, if it's negative, <laughs> my counselor, you know my account. Yep. She says, "Yo, I don't, I don't do anything with with negativity." So I block all negativity, all them little shade, none of that. And then people like her, I don't even block follow. Is it crazy, Joy Taylor? Crazy to say that Brock is the worst remaining quarterback or further, there are seven terrific quarterbacks and Brock Purdy. Yeah, I don't agree with there's seven. I was on the show. I don't agree that there's seven terrific quarterbacks and Brock Purdy. I, I, would, I would give Brock Purdy... I don't agree there's seven terrific quarterbacks and Brock Purdy. I, I think there's actually... Terrific, let's say, is a, is a very big word. It's a huge word. I, I think it really only applies to... Four of the quarterbacks. I think it applies to Patrick Mahomes, mm -hmm. Josh Allen, mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson. Who's the fourth? Love. 
I'm sorry, three. I was about to say, I was, oh, I was waiting on the fourth. I was waiting on CJ or Love. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because oh, I, I, think, I think CJ Stroud is incredible. Yep. But CJ Stroud is a rookie. Yep. So, um, so we don't have enough resume yet. If we're going to penalize Brock Purdy, then we got to put CJ Stroud in that category Absolutely. as well. Um, I think that Jordan Love is sort of close to that category also. I don't think Baker Mayfield is terrific. Mm-hmm. I think he's a good quarterback, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't separate him from Brock Purdy. Oh. Well, what I guess is, and, and then, you know, that leaves Jared Goff. I got a lot of respect for Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. I think going to a Super Bowl, if we're going to not penalize Brock Purdy for a system, then we can't penalize Jared Goff for a system. Mm-hmm. And Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl in another system, and he has his team in the divisional right. rounds in a new system. Mm-hmm. So I would put Jared Goff based off of resume and the fact that we're not penalizing Brock Purdy for his system. We're not going to penalize Jared Goff either. Jared Goff is better than Brock Purdy at this point in his career, in my opinion, based off of those things. So I, I disagree with this, this, the seven terrific quarterbacks and Brock Purdy part. To say that it's crazy to have Brock Purdy at the bottom, I really think it's a matter of preference and where we're going to move the goalposts. Are we talking about team success? Obviously, you can't poke Brock Purdy at the bottom. Are we talking about resume? Brock Purdy's got to go near the bottom. If we're talking about talent, Brock Purdy's going to go near the bottom. To be the worst, mm-hmm. it just... Mm-hmm. Who? <clears throat> No, keep going. I'm just, my heart yeah. hurts. Hey, can, I, can I say one thing? Now? Well, hold on, let her finish, big dog. I, I, no, no, no. I mean, you're saying, what I'm saying is not outrageous. We've had, the, we had this conversation in, in, the, in the pre-show meeting. We know who's in the playoffs. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, we're just going to take completely out of this conversation, correct? We can all agree with that? Right. They're different. They're special. you got a two-time MVP. Patrick Mahomes is better than everybody in the league, and Josh Allen is special. Mm-hmm. So we're, we don't think anyone is sure. in that conversation with Brock Purdy and, and those guys, right? Sure. Like, he's, he's over there. We're not going to put Brock Purdy in that, in that category. So we're really discussing who's the worst Amongst Love, Goff, Brock Purdy, Jordan Love, Stroud, Jared Goff, and C.J. Stroud. Right. And to me, Brock Purdy is not worse in any category of all of know. that. So, if you talk team, Brock Purdy's t- towards the top, top three. If you talk resume, Brock Purdy's in the middle. And if you talk talent, Brock Purdy's not the worst. There's not a category that you can try to put Brock Purdy in where he will be worst. Team, he's top three, top four. Resume, he's in the middle of the pack, probably at four. And talent, he's still not the worst. So when I'm looking at Brock, Who's I just don't understand. Worst? I said, like, Baker. And I, and I love Baker. Easy, Y'all Baker. know I love me some Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I would but agree, I, but then, then who's next? Who's next? Then I would probably say Purdy. Goff and Purdy are there to me. They're the, they're the same guy. I'm, if you put Goff on the, on the Niners, so, I don't so know that the Niners... So then he's still at the, near the bottom. Correct, near the bottom. But he's not worse. And that's just one category. That's just one slice of the pie. If you go to resume slice, he in the middle. And if you go to the team success and how he runs his offense, like Shady says, how he runs his system, now he towards the yeah, top. So, There's not a world where he is worse I, at anything. I, so, okay. So, like, talent. Do we think of, like, an IQ? Is that part of talent? Because we always I think argue, so, we yeah. always argue about smart uh, football players. Yeah. Yeah. Rod and we argue about I think um, a smart football player is big right? time, yeah. So my, I, I'm just trying to break it down. So, like, like we're not looking at all these other quarterbacks, mm-hmm. right? Like, when you talk about talent. So, Jordan Love, you would say he's probably more talented, talented yeah. than, ba- than, um, Purdy. than um, C- Purdy, Brad Purdy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, like, Jordan, uh, who was it? CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud. Mm-hmm. More talented. More talented. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what is that, the arm throwing and all that? Yeah, Because when I watch Brock Purdy, he might not have the, the, the talent as, like, the arm and all that, but don't. he's smart as hell. Oh, though, it counts. Right? It counts. So, if, if that's part of talent, is he at the bottom? Yeah. You yeah, get what I'm saying? We got to look at the whole layer of everything. Yeah, I wish Amy was right here because... I don't. I need, I need a little bit more clarity on this because if she's just strictly talking about talent, then she has a point. If you're talking about 
a man running his system at an extremely high level with the people around him, then Brock Purdy should be up there. He should be really, really high up there. And he really should be high up there, probably even over guys like Lamar and them. Like, mm -hmm. with what he has how around he him, if we really, system. how he runs the system, if we really keeping a buck. He was up for MVP, too. We cannot forget that. But if she's strictly talking about talent, then yes, he's at the bottom. And the main reason I say that is because 32 NFL teams passed on this dude for talent. Come no, on, no. Bro. If we're talking, they passed on him for talent. He went in the seventh round. So if you're strictly just talking about talent, arm talent, uh, mobile, whatever it is, then he's at the bottom of, in this bunch, being able to throw. But if you're he talking about running a system and playing the football game at a very, very high oh, level, man. then he's at the top. Here's my question. At what point does talent matter or not matter? Mm. Here's why I say this. Brock Purdy is 17 and four as a starter. If you count the playoffs, he's 19 and five. How much better could any of these dudes be? Put Lamar on a, on a Ravens. You think they're going, you think it's 25 the and 0? On the, on the Niners. You think he's going 25 and 0? He's not. Put Josh Allen on the, on the Niners. You think he's going 25 and 0? He's not. Put Mahomes on the Niners. So, you, you think, think he's, he's going 25 and 0? 19 and 5? Yes. No, but what yes. I'm saying okay, is, but, 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 but like, those three you just named, you're not saying Brock Purdy's better. Than no, but, him, but so. what I'm saying is, what does it matter? The reason is, Talent's at off. the end of the day, your talent is supposed to translate into wins. Right. And Purdy is 17 and four. So how much better could he get? Stroud ain't, ain't going to have a better record. Love ain't going to have a better record. Baker, Goff ain't going to have a better record. So we're talking talent, and I don't mind the conversation. Obviously, I enjoy having it, especially with y'all and for the viewers. But at what point is it relevant? Because how much better? Would any quarterback in football be? We'll find out. We will find out with Brock Purdy because eventually they're going to have to pay him and they're not going to have the talent around him. They're not going to be able to pay everybody. Now, maybe they'll draft perfectly. Mm -hmm. They draft which, well. Which yeah. no one does. They draft. They, they, they draft well. They also use three first-round picks on Trey Lance. So uh, sometimes they get it wrong. Heard also. Them. They didn't because they, they lucked into Brock Purdy. You get no credit for taking the See, last pick. I can't pick say that. Draft. I can't say that. I can't. So, no. then, so then Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick developed Bill Belichick, uh, Tom Brady. Develop and chose is different. Oh, no, but, no one gets credit for the last pick in the draft. I can't sorry. say that. You say that, I don't. Because well, they passed on him through six, six rounds, including the seventh because he was the last pick you, in the draft. You only, I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters when you get the job done. People used to say that Tom Brady wasn't that talented because he was taken in the sixth. They still do say that. that. Don't you say that? Yeah. We still do. He, so, t because talent is relative. When you That's go and win, thing. when you go and win is where I would agree with you. When you go and win, especially in the postseason, that changes the conversation. Mm -hmm. But what is whatever she's defining, I don't agree with. I don't think Brock Purdy is is different than half of the field. I put Jared Goff in a different category because we're moving the goalposts for Jared Goff. For some reason, Jared Goff's system with McVay is being held against him, but the system with Brock Purdy is not being held against him. That's ridiculous. Well, and and Jared Goff took a Detroit team that was terrible mm -hmm. and is, has won a playoff game, and they've improved every single year. Somehow that's against Jared Goff. I don't know why. But I'm saying Jared Goff is better than Brock Purdy at this point. Whatever. One person slide up and down, fine. We're not going to lose our mind about that. I do think, though, whatever the conversation is, will be answered with Brock Purdy. Like, I don't know what Brock Purdy is yet because I don't know, his resume is not long enough for me. Just like C.J. Stroud. I think C.J. Stroud is extremely talented. What, what, what's, what's the side? How long does somebody have to be good until you know who they are? He's been good for a year and a half. He's been good for 25 years. Did I say he was bad? Did I just say he was bad? No, but I'm saying you said you don't know what he is yet. I don't know what C.J. Stroud is. I don't know what Jordan Love is. I think they're good. We're having a conversation of good to great. I'm just thinking about like, like how much does, and for the quarterback, how much does, does talent matter for the quarterback? 
right? Maybe wide receiver and some running backs. Before. Why for the quarterback? Because, like, you always say, like, and not even you. A lot of people be like, oh, Tom ain't that talented. And they, and they take the Peyton Manning. I say the same thing. I, I, I'm guilty. But, 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 but why does that matter, though? Correct. Because it's, it's a dude that's, that's not that talented. Correct. Bad body. Correct. Right? Big dude. The way he, you know, I, you, you, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. I'm going to say that because I'm my boy. I'm going to leave it like that. He wins, though. That's he what wins. we care about. That's all that matters. So, yeah, Brock Brady can't run like Lamar or he can't be like Johnson. Mm-hmm. But he's smart. And he knows his system. And he does it well. And, I, and it might, I might be tripping, but I'm going to say this. Out of all the quarterbacks, maybe one or two, he runs the system better than all of them. Correct. Yeah. But that's, and that's the thing. Like, I think we are all saying the same thing, but we're answering different questions. <laughs> are we? We, we are. No, talent. because you're sitting here saying that he's not as talented as these dudes, but he wins. So, like, what is Amy talking about here? Like, if she's strictly talking about talent, brother, at the bottom, but, period. But However I, you want to slice it. I can't, I can't, I can't say that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you guys you say, just talk. Without two of his good players. Sir. He went 0-3 and, and looked garbage and who, and, and in the same system. That's, that's for so what I'm saying no, is, it's like, but here are we thing. talking about superstar quarterbacks? Bruh, Josh Allen looked garbage with his good players. Oh. Josh Allen got a whole list of, of oh. don't, please don't put but Josh Allen But you're not putting Purdy and Josh Allen in the same conversation. That's what I'm saying. You're not putting Lamar and Purdy in the same conversation. You're not putting Burrow and Purdy in the same conversation. You're not putting Patty and Burrow in the same conversation. He probably got more the, wins the, and all that question, than all of them. But that's what I'm saying, The question for me becomes why. And I think if, if those that aren't putting Purdy in those conversations and not, not Pat, Pat is yeah. by himself, yep. and maybe Lamar, two MVPs by himself, Josh. but Josh by himself, oh. but we're guilty then. Because how can Purdy not be in these same conversations as whether it is the Jalen Hurts or whether it's the Jared Goffs or whether it's the Baker Mayfields or whether it's the, like, how can he not be I don't, there? Wait, wait, didn't we all say he is? None that, of us, none of us are saying. arguing that he's the so worst. Then, so then he's not the worst. I don't think he's the worst. I don't think at all. He's but not I, the worst. I don't, I don't, he's dang sure not the worst in running his system. He's dang near the best running his well, system. See, but that's why I don't think but, that's but, what but, she's talking like, about. So even running his system, so what does that mean? I, I remember a while back, a dude named Sean Alexander. Yep. And that dude's like, man, he ain't even that talented. I'm like, yeah, he's not. But every time I watch this dude, he gets busy giving out crazy work. So when I'm asking this question, like, what does talent have to do with well, anything? I, 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 I think question. this is what it means. Jordan Love, he's talented, but he's still young. Jared Goff, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, but like, ain't nobody's beating on the door. We want yeah. Jared Goff. They got right? rid of him. He's cool. No. Right. I, With the Super Bowl, I'm going to say it. That's the truth. I think this is what it means. He's been to a Super Bowl. And then he went to Detroit. But McVay got rid of him. And then they got rid of him. And then they got rid of you. And then they won it. You got sound cool. If you're going to just please keep the standard the same for Brock Purdy and Jared Goff, that's all I'm asking. I'm saying they if you're saying he's, he, he runs a system well, Jared Goff ran a system, they got rid of him, and now he has the Detroit Lions who have one of the who, yeah. who never hadn't won a playoff game in 30 go, years they're in the divisional round. So let's just put him in a different category. He played in the Super Bowl. Does that matter? I can't put him in a different category. I, I think, I think this is what I think this is what Amy is trying to say. Because Amy sounds crazy if she's talking about a guy that runs this system and is 19 and Five right. and all that is at the bottom. Was you there when she was there? No. Oh. Was that? Was the, she, I don't was, know what year she was there. She bad. Anyway. She bad. Her job. At the, at the, at the, bottom, at the bottom of the list. That just sounds outrageous. Like you got to put some respect on Purdy's name and what he's done in his system. But if everybody in these playoffs right here, right now, is standing in this line right here, and they got to throw to all of us on set, all of us that's gonna pull hammies and all that type stuff, and they got to lead us to something. 
and you're going off a of talent, bruh's going last. No, he's and it not. might be I, I him and Baker. So. It's going to so. be him and Baker. On the other side, we're going to answer the, who's going last. It's going to be that. him and Baker. Hey, we got to pay a commercial break, but I got I got a bone to pick with that. That's hating, though, low-key, though. High-key. Oh, boy, gets busy every, high every game, key. and he's not that good. That's why I don't think that's what she's saying. Amy's better her job. She literally said he is good. Family, it has been tense. Why? Because a former NFL executive said that Brock Purdy is not terrific as a, compared to the other seven quarterbacks in the playoffs remaining. Quite literally, the quote says, four games, eight quarterbacks, seven terrific quarterbacks, and Brock Purdy. Now, Brock Purdy is a good quarterback. Make no mistake about it. He is. I simply don't put him in the same categories as the others. Okay, swing the jib back around. Let's all talk. Here is where I'm at with this. James, if you're saying, and because before the break and during the break, James, you're saying that Purdy's not as talented as the others. The reason I disagree is because I do perceive the mind as an attribute of talent. If you're exclusively talking about physically talented, can he run as well? Is his arm as strong? No. But what Tom Brady, amongst others, Tom Brady is just the ultimate example. What Tom Brady has taught us all collectively is that the mind got to count for something. So because Brock Purdy has shown us to be one of the best processors in football, plus he's mobile, plus he runs his offense great, but he runs his offense great because he's one of the best processors in football, I have to say that he is as talented. It's just about all of them QBs not named Josh Allen, not named Patrick Mahomes, and not named Lamar Jackson. And that's why I'm agreeing with you guys. If Amy is not strictly talking about Waking up with this type of talent, then Brock Purdy's not at the bottom of this list. Physical talent. Physical talent. Okay. If she's, that, that's all I'm saying. If she's talking about the way a man runs his operation, he's at the top. She sounds Gotta crazy. That's what I'm saying. That's why I believe. Let's stick to that. That's why I believe she's strictly talking physical talent. Let's, let's, so let's stay there then. Let's say to Amy. Okay. Right. Let's stick to physical. Physical so talent. He's so, at the bottom. Him and Baker. Right. Okay. So why is Jared Goff so talented to you? I'm just curious. I, I believe Jared Goff's arms talent is better than him. I believe Jared Goff processed the game extremely well. He ran a Sean McVay system at an extremely high level, went to a Super Bowl. Then he came to a Detroit organization who was at the bottom since 1991, uh-huh. and they are playing the same weekend the 49ers are playing. Uh-huh. So I believe Jared Goff so, needs to be up there when we talk about that, too, because he ran a system So Brock's well. doing the same thing. He got his team playing the number one seed. They didn't play because they're the number one seed yeah. for a reason. Yeah. Right, last year, same thing. Uh-huh. And, the NFC Championship game, they were there because Brock Purdy, so that counts for him. And then, but you're going team. Hold on, we're talking strictly. But ability. You, you just you just sat here and, and beat your chest about how my man got his team in the playoffs, winning games since '90. You, you just asked me what does he do better than like more talented. So so okay, so Brock Purdy first is more mobile than a lot more mobile than, than Jared Goff, correct? Correct. I agree. Okay, processing though. Say what you want about that little dude in San Fran. He processes that football, though, right? So does golf, though. Golf well, processes day near the same offense to the when Super Bowl. But when you're telling me that one guy's more yeah. talented, I'm just trying to compare him. Yeah, yeah, go right? Because when I watch them, they both look super smart. They know where to go with the ball. Mm-hmm. Arm strength. He I'm, don't, taking, I'm taking golf. Golf don't want me with his arm strength. Me. He don't want, that's, not, that's not one of the main things you and, say. And Purdy does. But what I'm saying is, for you to say that, they don't wow me. But like, I'm oh, saying, yeah. is it better than golf's? Is his arm talent better than golf? Why don't we say they're a wash? I would say that. I say there. Yeah, I'll say that. So let's, I'll say that. So let's go to. Uh, I'll say that. Are we Baker or can I skip him? No, no. I, I put him in Baker at the bottom. Get Baker. Get Baker. Shout out to you, Baker. Though, but we skipping you. Okay. Um, love. Jordan Love. His arm talent ain't close to Jordan. Love. His arm talent. Cool. Okay. Check. Okay. So cool I mean, it's more than his arm throws. Like, what? Why, yeah. what I, why he's not more mobile than Jordan Love. No, nah, he's not. But my man's mobile too, though. Jordan Love. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Love's running a good offensive system as well too. Who you think smarter? Don't I do don't know. Thing. I think that's a wash. I think Jordan Love's extremely smart, too. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't Jordan know. Love is running a... Can I, okay, can you I can say, argue. Can I, can I say this? Because we're going to go back 
We are really like taking this, this we're process really, we're really, we're really to a whole nother We're really splitting hairs. Tom Brady when he flies flat and he throws that ball. And he's not that talented, right? I, I think he, I actually think his physical talent is, is way underrated ball as well. Placement, I think he, I think he, he was he was very very he took care of his body ball. for a reason. He took care of his body. He was never injured. He had one major injury. Took care of his body. Different. Completely changed how people train for the for the sport. But is that talent? We talk, he's talking about waking up I'm out saying, of bed. No, I'm saying. Waking up out of bed. Whatever, with I don't care. Ball say, ball. say he doesn't have any physical talent. Let's just put That's Tom Brady. Let's, let's take Tom Brady out. Let's stop comparing Brock Purdy to Tom Brady, please. Let's have a serious conversation. Take Tom Brady out of it. All right. Please, I mean, a beg of you. But it's hard because like, right. he's, 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 I'm he's saying, Tom Brady. Why are we even having this conversation? I'm saying that he's the greatest player of all football. He's not that talented. That's what they say. He's not that talented. I, don't, I, think he's, I think he's talented. But talented matters now. He has, he has one of the greatest talents of where to put that football whenever Brock he wants Brady to Brock Purdy is the next Tom Brady. Tom Brady. I think we settled it. Uh, how talented is, hold it. How talented was Drew Brees? But that's what I'm saying. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't be saying that's what I'm saying. Answer the question. That's a I'll... special talent. People are saying Tom Brady. You see what I'm saying? That's a special crazy, talent though. to be able to throw the ball and put the ball to where only your dudes hey, can get it every hey, single time. Hey, real quick, if, if Kirk Cousins was on this list, right? I'm just, I'm just. Ooh. Oh, is he super talented? No, I'm just saying. So it. if Kirk Cousins, I'm good at this, right? <laughs> if Kirk Cousins is on this list, I'm not, though. You're not. I'm, I'm saying, not but answering if he was, I'm though. Because he's not answering it. He can't even settle on this list. Because if Kirk Cousins... Uh, this was, desk is that Baker is... So I, so <laughs> so I, I, I believe we are all agreeing. Amy's tripping if she's talking about what Brock Purdy does in this system. I don't think she's talking about that. I think she's talking about if, talking if the about system stops ability. working and the defense isn't playing well mm. and you're missing a couple pieces mm. and, the, and, and everything's flying, are you going to be that guy like no. that? That's no, he ain't. That's, that's, he showed you he ain't, Shane. No, no, I, I don't care what your cards say. Brady. I don't care what your cards say. I think he's Tom Brady. All right. Okay. Okay. No, it's it's funny because, like, like, who's nice in any sport? Who's nice without their guys, though? Oh, my gosh. Right? We watching Patrick Mahomes struggle every week. Struggle. He ain't good. Struggle. His dudes ain't catching the ball. Y'all don't even know some of Jared Goff's weapons. I mean, uh, some of Jordan Love's weapons. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Hey, yo. This is why Raiders is never good. I don't even want to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, let's run the topic. I'm down one. Man. You're down one, bro. Five games left, family. This is where we stand after picking every single game of this football season. James Jones is officially eliminated. I ain't on your team. I'll take you down. Oh, seven games left. Oh, oh see what you oh, say? You trying to. Hey, yo, but look, but look. I've been counting my whole life. I'll be back. Uh huh. I'll be back. I've been counting my whole life. Shady, this is the week. Okay, these there are you picks. Go. These are picks for the week. Come on. Hmm. Let me see. Shady, you better pick something different, bro. Let's see. How you going to pick all my same picks? Ooh. I changed your picks. You picked yeah, let's do yo. <laughs> I told you to, to, to change the picks up because he's looking at everything I do. What are y'all gonna change? Now you pick the Chiefs. The Chiefs are winning. Somebody hit me. I swear to God, yo, this is <laughs> yo, change your pick. Yo, watch this. I know what I'm doing. One of y'all gotta change it, or it's gonna be easy. How about 